the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, currently streaming on Amazon Prime, has finished its first season. Is it worth the watch or is it a waste of time? As always, guys, please check the description below to find out how you can save money on gas, groceries, and at restaurants. Not a sponsor, but just doing our part to help each other. Spoilers. I'm Angel. Put on. And, and this is a Tales of Two Bros. As I said earlier, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, just finished its first season on Amazon Prime. Eight episodes. They are scheduled to do five seasons. Really? I thought it was just two. I see. No, they're scheduled for five. Now, that may change in comparison to not, not our review, of course, but how the fans take it. Now, I know you are a big fan of Dungeons & Dragons, and a lot of people who are fans of Dungeons & Dragons are actually fans of the Lord of the Rings books, especially like The Hobbit and the known Lord of the Rings with Gandalf and Samwise and Frodo. Yeah, Frodo Baggins. But which one is the? Wait a minute. Hold up. Who's the? Who's the? Who's the older one? Who's from the Hobbit? Well, there's Bilbo Baggins and uh, Frodo oh. Baggins. Okay, there you go. It's, it's all the same bloodline. And I, I want to say it all started through from the show. This is like. Well, this yeah. is a prequel, obviously, to the movies that we know and love from Peter Jackson. It takes a place about a thousand years. Ahead of that, about a full millennium before Hollywood, right? About that, yeah. You have that I know of. Well, you have like two characters mainly that are still from here that goes into the Hobbit. You have Sauron, and you have almost what's your her name, Galadriel. 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 For her, yes. Oh, yeah. And here in the series is played by, excuse me if I say it wrong, Melford Clark. I thought it was Morford Clark. Yeah. I may have mispronounced I, it I too. Told you, I, I just said I am sorry. I'm going to butcher the name. I just said that. I could be wrong too. And so. Right. Sorry. Galandrell, the character from The Rings of Power, was played by Kate Blanchett in the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit yeah. trilogies. So that's why I saw it. And then you have Sauron, who's always talked about. He's always referenced in this those movies, but we see him here. Before, um, I guess reborn. Anyway, how I got involved with the Lord of the Rings and the, the love for it was through seeing the cartoon animated feature of The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings, by, done by Ralph Bankston back in the day. It's like in the seventies or early eighties that came out, and I found that beautifully scary, especially with Gollum. And the, how that character is portrayed there, and the artwork—that's why I, I call it beautifully scary. Because it kind of, when you're a kid seeing that, it kind of le- leaves a mark, in one way or another. What about you? What was your introduction? Was it through Dungeons and Dragons? Did you read the books? I didn't read the books, but did you? No, I never read the books. My introduction was the same as you. Matter of fact, I barely remember the Lord of the Rings. One never stuck out to me was the Hobbit. That was the one right. I was called. In regards to D and D, that I do play it now, D and D, but in my younger days I didn't play it. But mm-hmm. a lot of the design and lore and structure of what D and D is, you can pretty much find your foundation at its core to stories like Lord of It takes nitpicks from various as- aspects, but mm-hmm. a lot of it does come from Lord of 
really are looking at. Yeah, right. Quick uh, shift. During the Black Adam film, the previews, did you see the Dungeons and Dragons trailer? Yeah, no, I knew about that trailer before it, uh, the Black Adam. Well, of course you did. But yes, I did see it. I saw, I knew about it, then they aired it. I was like, okay. And I'm like, Ooh. You were thinking about the old 1980s cartoon? Yes, and now I'm like, I I wish that was it. Because I, I was like, from the trailer of that film and then my memories of the cartoon, the cartoon was so much better. Yeah, I feel like, but, I, saw, I saw clips of the cartoon. I feel like you're off on that one. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, I was young. I was a kid, but I'm just saying the way they did it, presented it. Anyway, let's go back to The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. This is how... The rings came about. Like I said, there's two characters. Are there any other characters that you know that are transitioned into the Lord of the Rings? Uh, so, and, um, um, Hobbit. Okay, so one of the main characters. They, I, I ha- I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm like ninety eight percent sure it's Gandalf. You think that's him? Gandalf the Grey has multiple names, and he is technically, if I am correct, because again, I never read the books. The books they go into lore further back than like Lord of the Rings or the Powers uh, does, so it goes even further back. But if I am correct, he is the same, uh, for lack of a better term, species as Sauron. Yeah, see, this is why I'm thinking that he is Sauron. Sauron or Sauron? Sauron. If I'm not mistaken, that's played by Christopher Lee. Because right now he's gray. Okay, yeah. he's gray. Correct. The stranger. Oh, you mean the uh, the and one in the white? It was. Yeah, I I just color coordinated. He has that transition, <laughs> right? He goes. He transfers. He transitions mm-hmm. into the white. And Gandalf, when we first meet him, he's gray, and then he transitions into Grand uh, Gandalf the white. Yes, uh, he but has the, different clothing and all that stuff. So there's that's another reason I'm why I'm thinking it's Gandalf the gray, though, uh, not just because of the color. Two th- reasons. One, I had a friend that told me like he. Uh, oh, a cheater! Okay. I, 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 yeah, I have a lot of friends in D and D. One of my friends told me, and they could be wrong, that Gandalf the Grey actually uh, acquires one of the rings of power from the elves. So he would have to be a character that would be around that time. Two, it does explain why Gandalf the Grey has such a hard on for the Hobbit people, especially the Baggins people, because he is always, like, their name is well, the slightly different. Yeah. And they're the ancestors of the, the Hobbits. Yes. Halflings, yeah. They're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I'm not sure, I'm sorry. If you, if you said that, I'm sorry. No, no, that, and that's what I'm saying. It, it's the same family bloodline. And, like, he's has a heavy tie to that bloodline. And he keeps coming back to them. He's like, I'm a friend of the family. He's like, you want to go to an adventure? I knew your great-great-grandmother did. And again, he keeps coming back to them. Again, this a thousand years. Yeah. A thousand years. So, I don't know. I mean, Possibly halflings live a couple right. hundred years. Yeah. How we think of a thousand years is different from them. Like, Not to go religious and all, but in the Bible, you have people in the Old Testament that live to like 500 years, what have you. But they never really did. It just means that they lived a good life. A, they lived a, a good life where how well they lived, they exaggerated. Because again, Tolkien created this world and how that world is done, you know, we just can't take it as exact like we're, we're used to. Yeah. Um, especially again, the, the language he wrote, it was different. Uh, these creatures, he, you know, he made a, a wonderful world with his imagination. So again, a thousand years, 
could be real time or it could be like an exaggerated in the sense of because i know that elves live a long time but well elves, elves like, do live slowly. a stupid long time and um but like where right. you see her character come hobbit in lord of the rings she is wielding like some really powerful magic so I feel like mm-hmm. she's not your normal elf. You and I have not read the book, so we don't know what others do. Exactly. And people, they, they know it in the comments. Tell us. Educate us. Yeah. I just know before we go any further that so many people got offended by some of the character choice or choices. True. Uh, oh, or, I'm sorry. Excuse me. They, because they're like, how dare there be a black elf? How dare there be a black dwarf? Yeah. I actually uh, got in a debate about that uh, because I was like, I have no problem with it. I did ask the Mm -hmm. question, I'm like, so if we have a black elf, does that mean he's a dark elf? Because that is a species. And they go, that's racist. I'm like, why is that racist? That's actually a species thing. And in various lores and concepts, he he could be the rogue dark elf that just joined up with these other elves. And they were like, no, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, all right. I mean, cool. We just have black and white elves. I I don't give a damn. And and there and well, but people were I mean, giving. They were getting pissed about the queen, the dwarf, and uh, right. the one dude, and the elf too. The elf, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, like in the creation of Lord of the Rings too, like the drawings, like the elves were long black hair, not white hair, that we got from the Lord of the Rings. And the Hobbit. They were also debating too, like why is like I had that too. It's like why are these elves have short hair, stylized? Why are they are like the prequels of Star Wars? Their hairstyle, very modern, very up to date hairstyles. And I'm like thinking to myself, like that shouldn't be. They should not have 2022 haircut styles. And of course, they're saying like all elves are not exactly the same elves. They have different like I guess you call it like branches, if you will. Like like That's how true. we are, like human races, we're like human race, we're different in different uh, in many ways. So some sects are short hair, and then there are some with like white, long flowing hair. Exactly, and, and that's like, why okay. I asked about the dark elf, and and like because you're right. right, there are different sects or different groups of elves. That branch grew a certain way; they evolved a certain way. You know, various characteristics. But the one you always see in royalty. Are considered the high elves, and they're the ones that are like, "I'm better than." You. <laughs> right, and we, and we saw that here. Yeah, for me, I don't care because as long as the performance is strong and it's believable, I'm good. If yeah, you can win me over with your performance to prove my point, you have like Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. People were against that when he was chosen. He was a no name. He was not the height of Wolverine in the comics, yet he killed it. Daniel Craig broke the stereotype of what James Bond should be. Before him, the guys were black hair, and he broke that mold. Because people are so, you know, on the like exact image of what they have in their head. And I had that problem, too. I have that in my head. I, had, I, sh- I said that with Black Adam. I had my own version or vision of how Black Adam should be, and, and they went a different way. Who did you like? I was, uh, let's put it down this way. So, Lord of the series breaks the story into four parts. I want to say that's that's fair to say, right? You got four different groups. Four? Yeah, you have... Definitely, definitely three. There's the dwarf and the elf. Um, oh, then, yeah, then you have the halflings. The halflings. Or the halffoots. With the stranger. The halffoots. Right. The stranger. Then there's uh, uh, Galadriel, 
uh, with uh, the dude. There's more than there's more than because you have uh, Saruman's not Saruman's. Jesus, uh, the the guy, the 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 one that's uh, preparing for the, the the return. I I count that part with the. Uh, I'm just gonna call him Dark Elf. I don't think I think it's Aldor. I think it's Aldor. I'm putting that with the farm wife and the elf. Put that all together because the majority of the show for them intersected with each other. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. that's why I consider those gotcha. four. So when you break it down into those four, I got a lot of focus when I was like action wise, a lot of action revolved around that what we were just talking about where it was the orcs with the farm wife and the elf a lot more action that way in my interpretation mm-hmm. but but what intrigued me was as as silly as it was the stranger with the half a that caught your attention more that caught my attention but the most the part that caught my attention the most was oddly the dwarf and the elf relationship okay yeah uh, because like and it's weird because, in my opinion, I got a lot of lore and building in the Dwarf Kingdom, their interactions with each other. Like, when you first meet them together, that, like, that whole building of their, uh, like, interaction of, like, doing the challenge of breaking the stones. And then you see the Dwarven Kingdom, and then they turned out to be, like, best of friends and stuff like that. And then the dynamics between... The, fop, the king versus the prince interacting with the other elves and stuff like that. That was really got me intrigued on uh, intellectual level. So I would say that one was the most. Funny enough, was entertained by Collateral's thing, but it was taking the... It's, at first, it was good, and then it started taking the back burner until the end. How about for you? I did like the relationship or the story with the strangers and the half-foots. Yeah. I had to say, like, it made me question who he was. I thought first, Asuraman. Yeah. Asuraman. 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 Especially um, on the last episode. No, not that one. Because I knew who Sauron was. Is when he is right before he takes out those three witches. Or actually it's one witch and the, the two, uh, the seeker and the warrior. When he took them out, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's not Sauron. The reason why I thought that because he was like, he was reborn and... When we saw when Kimberly, yeah, when Kimberly and I saw it, his introduction, she immediately went to Clark Kent and Superman. No, Clark oh. Kent and Superman. The way he landed, and it was like a ship in a way, and and, and the debris all around. He's all by himself. That similar to more so like when you're saying Superman the returns. the girl is Martha Kent. Well, no, she's more like Sam the Wise. Well, I'm comparing to Superman. like uh, Superman in that asset. And no, I understand, but this how he landed and the way he landed and all that debris, just like how Kal-El landed into Smallville or returned from him. Superman returns and he landed like all that debris and he comes out, he's just laying there. Anyway, and now hard landing, he's all confused. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to speak. He's like discombobulated. So his, his, his wits is not all there. He's learning how to heal himself. He's finding these new powers and there are people talking, you know, his return and once he returns and knows about his powers, he's going to be a threat once again. Because, again, this may be a thousand years before The Hobbit. This is the, the middle trilogy of the book, if I'm not mistaken. There's another even further prequel. Yeah, because Sauron, Sauron wasn't existed. always the big bad. He was like the general right. of the big bad. And then he right. was like taking the power of the situation. Right. So there's another story that we don't know about, another prequel, because the Lord of the Rings that we know, they came out by Peter Jackson. Then 
there was a prequel, The Hobbit, that we got introduced that tied in uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And now we have here another prequel to the prequel to the original. So it was like, uh, uh, uh. but anyway, the interaction, Halfless and with the stranger. I like how he took out the three. Oh, when he gained the staff. When he gained his staff, gained the power, gained the confidence, knew who he was because he thought he was the baddie because he was accidentally harming people. Yeah. Even though he was trying to heal and stuff like that, he was because he didn't have control of his powers and he didn't know who he was. He was almost like, like he had temporary amnesia. And he fell out the sky. I mean, that makes sense. Right. No, exactly. To see him take them out, to see him get his confidence, to see him have his powers restored, that was hot. And then when they go out, get dispersed or destroyed or killed, you see their, their ghost figures, which reminded me of the ghosts in The Hobbit, the final battle, I believe, in The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. All the ghosts, the past, come and help. And then well, I think we saw an, at the end the orb that we saw with uh, Saruman and when Gandalf went to visit, I believe. I could be mistaken. I mean, they, they more reminded so, me of the, the wraiths that were hunting at the Hobbit. Right, but they were black. Granted, it could have been white when Frodo put on the ring and he saw them differently, if I'm not mistaken, because I have not seen the Lord of the Rings. They were white. So they could be them. Or similar species. Right, but in a regular human eye, they're black, but with the ring on, they're white. But anyway, and I agree with you. I do like the one with Doran, the relationship with Doran and Elrond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And. It was it was cute. It was like it was hard because you can you can feel or you can relate to Doran going against his father, just like any kid going against their parents. Yeah, and I can understand that where the father's coming from, but I can I definitely understood where True. Doran was coming from. And there was even like a very um, poignant moment uh, where he's like, well, "You expect me to be king? You won't let me make a decision." Right. You, it's like he Perfect. calls him out. And it's like you handicap every single thing I do, and you mm-hmm. expect me to grow. Uh, so like, while you're stifling, yeah, while, yeah, while you're stifling, stifling, right? That was like a hard conversation to watch in that aspect. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that's so it it it, it was an interesting dynamic to see. And speaking of the, the the wife part, she was delightful as a character in in, in between the two of yes. them. Um, Issa, she was awesome, especially like when she was insulting his father, and then he, he, he she goes, I shouldn't, I shouldn't insult your father. You know, it's like he is the king. Da, 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 da. He's like, yeah, but your your mother, uh, she still has those ticks in the beard or the lice in the beard. And she looks at him. He's like, it was a joke. The action I thought was pretty good when it happened. When it happened, the farmer, the girl, and the, the elf. Some of it was really cool, but they had some of the most my, action. The, the, yes, when with them because they were fighting the orcs, and mm-hmm. they were had they had a few action scenes. Yeah, but for me, the most touching—not action—it was the death of Sodak Burroughs. Yes, the, yes, him, the black leader, the guy, the the guy, the, the pathfinder. He, I want to call him right of the halfwits. The way he passed, it was touching. It was like I was yeah. hoping, I was hoping the stranger would heal him, but the way it was just subtle, it was so touching and heartbreaking. Yeah. Everyone's just honoring his last wish, watching the sunset or sunrise one more time, and he fades. You just see him. Like, they don't see him going out, but we, as the audience, sees him just seeing his, or seeing his life 
Yeah, like he's kind of like going to sleep almost. Right. Well, that's what pretty much, unfortunately, is death is like a falling asleep, especially whatever. I mean, but yeah, it was just like oh, and I just it, wish that the right. came. He had such a. He's a surprisingly touching character. Like I didn't expect to see like a character mm-hmm. that wouldn't tie to the main story so much. That I'd be like, I agree with you. He was a very touching and relatable. He was like the the elderly. Uh, grandfather of the village that everybody loved and loved listened to mm-hmm. and at the same time mm-hmm. like the grandmother somewhere you know one of the uh, church ladies would just always insult but somehow respect him at the same time that was that was the, the relationship that he would have and yeah you're right is very very touching and sad we saw the stranger heal himself we saw the stranger heal part of the forest while bringing back the trees he did something else i believe so when he didn't do that i mean maybe it was just he had to die. Maybe he saw that. Maybe that he used up too much energy already. I mean, he just fought Maybe. off the I three don't know. things. True, but he had the staff to help him. Oh, the staff got burned away. It disappeared. After he uh, banished them or cast them aside, the staff kind of like just like goes up in light. Oh, I thought he had a staff with him when, he, when they were walking away. With him and the half foot walked away to leave to, for the adventure. I don't know if he just grabbed another oh. stick, but like... Uh, Maybe. Yeah, he, the one that right. he took from the three, that one disappeared. Now, if it is Gandalf, it would have been a, a sure sign if he had a hat. He grabbed the hat somewhere for his long walk and journey for the shade. But So the battles, it, it came a lot with Arendir and Bronwyn. Bronwyn, that's the farmer girl. Oh, uh, yes. Became the leader of the town. Mm-hmm. Those had some great fights. And there was one scene where, I don't know how he did it, um, the elf. He, he he thrust his spear and the, it looked like the guy of uh, the orc shifted out of the way, but he still got him and cut him. I rewinded like three times to see like what the heck. Wait, where was it? Which battle was this part in? Was it in the? Oh my god! Was that he night? had some good he had some good fight scenes. He did. I, oh, he did. that might have not been the, the, one, uh, not, the tower. Not, not in the trenches. Not in the trenches. But when they're defending the town. Oh, that's the second battle of night. Because the first the first battle at night was the tower, where he laid right. the, the traps, knocked down. He knocked down an entire tower pretty much by himself I by know. laying out some booby traps. I'm like, this man is smart. I'm like, what kind of military genius lets like this guy go back to reinforce the town? He's like, I want you to give him a warning. Like, I would have picked the weakest guy. This guy was fresh. Right. <laughs> Well, I guess the, the overconfidence. Sometimes when you're overconfident, you over true uh, calc- or, or you miscalculate. That was a huge yeah. mistake. Oh, and when he was fighting that one orc, uh, and the, he got it in the eye, and the orc was like just like trying to still stab him with it, and you see the blood just coming out with the it. Eye. Oh, right, he got so close. But yeah. I have to tell you, her son, oh, her son pissed me off. He, oh my god, he pissed me off too. Tio Feo, yeah. he pissed me. Off. He had this arrogance. He had this arrogance. The elf just saved him multiple times. Mm. Even his mom saved him, and he is giving attitudes like, "You're not the boss of me. You're not my father." There was a few times I wanted uh, the elf to just to be like, "Boy, shave that off," <laughs> because of the mustache. He needs to go. The mom was yeah. way right more now, badass than the son. She came in with the orc's head. She's like, "I think we need to leave." And like, here's your proof. Well, she had to. Well, she had to be because she was the sole provider of her son. So she had to step up. She had to be both mother and father. Oh, true, if yeah. you will. But, but she didn't need like, to do that for the town. She could have just done that for him or her. But she like she stepped up for the town too. Like that's what I mean by she's right. a badass. Like 
the battle goes down, she's like, I'm at the forefront. The strength in numbers. So how can you help destroy or stop a, a force if you don't have a force with you? So she needed that. And yeah, she dug deep because um, she, she was also like a medic. Also, she was like the, the town's healer. I, I want to say it was like unofficial town doctor. Like she, she used mm-hmm. a lot of medicine and herbs and stuff like that, which is also one of the things that she bonded over with the all with her knowledge of plant life. Their town had a lot of hardship. Like the fact that, like, was it like a third or half their town pretty much went to side with the orcs? Right. Well, that was with Ador, right? The leader, the 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 prophets, if you will, of so- yeah. uh, Sauron. Sauron, excuse me. He was the, like the prophet. He was half elf, was he not? Because he could not get burnt. He could feel the sun. They alluded that he is like the first, or as like a Doctor Frankenstein experiment kind of situation. He started well, he, out as an elf and was altered. So is that what it is? Is that what who what orcs are? They're the past elves resurrected. Still not. I guess damage. Like they're uh, like a, they're like they're like a new species uh, that was. I want to say they're like a man-made species. So like kind of like a, you know okay let's put it this way like there are certain canines and dogs that naturally didn't exist until breeding was done. Right, but from what I remember from the Lord of the Rings, it's like that the orcs were reborn from the earth as if they were buried. And they were reborn and they have a conscience. They're not zombies, mm-hmm. but they're now orcs serving Sauron. If I remember what I heard properly in the series here, Sauron created the orcs. He used this guy as like, and his, and some other elves as the basis, like the prototypes. So and then they evolved them from there, and then the orcs go through several evolutions because in uh, the Hobbit they still had some. There were some orcs that were still not like capable of going to the sun, and then there was in by Lord of Rings there was orcs that could fully walk in the sun. It's like that's why they would cover themselves. And uh, the ring's power because the sun actually no, burned I just, them. I don't remember them being in the sun. In Lord of the Rings, uh, they were definitely the in the sun. They were definitely in the sun. That scene where uh, Sean Bean got shot down with the covered. arrows. Uh, yeah, they, they were, were still in the forest. Yeah, but it was pure sunlight in there. See, I don't remember that. I thought I, I remember they're just just shy of being in the sun. They're by the water, by the riverbank. That's where I remember. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time. That's where I'm thinking because I know they were being chased by orcs, but the orcs were covered. I mean, they the still wore armor, armor or some guy. No, but covered like with cloth, like yeah. with cloaks. I mean, there were uh, so to protect them. There were still some that couldn't do in the sunlight, so there was a mix. But yeah, it basically they went. I mean, through evolution. Were, and they were born at night. I'm gonna so, go with okay, uh, sure on that one. I'm not sure. I just remember because I remember like the, like the, a flower the, that two towers only at night. <laughs> yeah, but I think it, I think it's the two towers where you see the birth of the orcs, the other um, hobbits. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, like the when they were always, were always hungry. Yeah, and they were watching them see them come out. I believe that, but I could be wrong. But for those who are watching, listening. Please let us know how our orgs were created or made created. or or earthed. Yes. Or Give us the lineage. They, right. If I don't see an essay in my comments, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> or you can always email us at talesoftwobros at gmail.com 
like that that we've had. You're going right, to get so a now, huge flood of emails. Readable. I don't mind. I'd rather, they'll probably say that. That'd be even like, I don't have the time to read a book right now. I'm too busy <laughs> watching shows that we can review. Okay, so I think we've discussed what we liked. I do find it slow. I do find the, the part with uh, Galandrell not captivating enough. Her story right now, it is important because she was duped because the whole time she was with Sauron without realizing it. Yes. Which I thought, like, by the end, I'm like, oh, nice, nice. Uh, like, I liked it by the end, but the lead up to that took forever. No, right. But the thing is, like, she got duped. And again, just to see all that was just little, eh. And you see what, like, Sauron's doing is pretty much what Emperor Palpatine is doing. Mm-hmm. He foresees, he knows what's going to happen, so he's playing his part to help motivate or move forward what needs to be done for him to become in power. Palpatine played a chess game, the pieces right in the proper area. And this is what Sauron did. Yeah. He did the same thing. He got her to relinquish the dagger her brother gave her, or what she was betrothed once he, once he passed away. To help build the way he needs. The rings. Well, the, the three rings. Originally, he wanted two. Oh, well, technically one, but he's like, oh, we need to make two to make it no, work. And he offered made her three. No, that was because he of made three rings. Because remember, he approached her at the riverbed, uh, and he's like, "It's like you can rule by my side, you know, like balance me, and you, know, you rule by my side." And they, she has a vision of what Soren, as we know him in Lord of the Rings, and her all in white. Right, but she and said, "What? No, they made the decision of three at the after Smith place." Yeah, exactly. This was after he, uh, she figured who he was, and, and she goes, "It's like uh, two splits the power, and, and then oh, the one guy's like three balances it." Which the logic of three balancing does not make sense. No, she's well. I guess if one gets out of line, then the two can overtake overtake the one. I guess, yeah. So I guess that's the balance. It's like oh, it's like um, policing each other. I mean, when you first introduce her character in episode one, she has like a little bit of a badass moment. She has a badass moment when she's trying to decipher who's going to be the lieutenant. Exactly, the fleet. That mm-hmm. was pretty badass. But her emotions got the best of her. I guess that she was too funnel vision focused. And you have this guy not knowing that she was it was Sauron, but she probably pictured him as a grotesque being like an orc. What have you disfigured the appearance of evil? Where sure. you have this guy here who's attractive in fight, saying all the right things, but not too easily or not too coincidental. You can tell that there's moments where she's falling for him. She's liking him. She's like, ooh, okay. He's a little smooth at some point, yeah. Right. Even though they, they first met, it was a little rough. He saw things. He knew what he was doing. And, he, and it all played to his plan. They did have a common enemy, too, which was the leader of the orcs. No. He almost, yeah, he almost killed the leader of the orcs. And the leader of the orcs did say that, I'm, I'm going with the fact that, I, it could be a lie, but I'm going with the fact that he said that he, Turned on Sora. And, and like the guy and the orcs uh, like acted like he didn't recognize. Him. He's like, You don't remember me? And he's like, it's something like that along those lines. And she okay. stopped him. And then the, the real messed up part is she actually saves him. So they, they saved each other at multiple times. She he saved right. her from the water, you're drowning from the beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, she saves him from a, a was it a sword injury or like a He saves her from drowning. Yeah, and yeah. They they saved each other, but he was sick, right? So he, they she took him to was it Middle Earth? No, not Middle Earth. I can't. Jesus, I'm afraid. The the the, the, the island the, where, the elves, the, where the elves dwell. Oh she yeah, took, yeah. She she took him. She took him to his land. 
to her land, excuse me. So you can see the mistakes right there happening. But again, it feels like he's just putting the, down the groundwork of what he needs. Because there's three rings now, but there are going to be more rings later. There are definitely going to be more rings, yeah. Right, and he gets one down the line, and that ring then becomes the ring of uh, my precious. Ring to rule them all. Because like, overall, right. there's, uh, if you include that ring, there's 21 rings. It's a lot of rings. So a little excessive, I yeah. think. But okay. <laughs> all right. Even though the show is slow, eight episodes are relatively just shy of an hour, so I believe action is good when there is action. There are some really good character developments and dynamics throughout. It makes you question who these characters are, mm-hmm. especially, especially the stranger and especially Sauron, because I didn't see it coming until, I, until it was right there. I was like, ah, oh, that's him. When the pieces start falling together, it's like, oh, oh. Well, they fell together like, that, like quick. With the stranger, I want to call him the gray, but the stranger... You're, you don't know because he doesn't know. And it could be in a way that since he his mind is all messed up at the moment, you can think, you can see that he could easily turn this or turn that. But True. when the three of white, because that's what they wore, and I thought they were cool. They were very cool, especially the witch. She was so cool looking. Her short hair, they were short white cool. hair, and the white eyes. I was like, that, that was a cool dynamic. And it was cool because they're white, because usually white is looked at as pure and as good. But they were they were not. I mean, you can they take the e- approach that they're pure evil. True, but usually evil is represented right. by black or red. And gray is like that in between. Mm-hmm. You're not totally white. You're not totally black. You're, you're right there where the stranger is wearing Jedi much rules. gray. Exactly right. And you have that with um, George Lucas got the influence by the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. books, The Seven Samurai. So you can see why watching this, you can see the influence that it had on George Lucas. I would say his, also uh, the the one that you liked, uh, the, uh, the, the with the white eyes. Uh, she mm-hmm. was also kind of scary of a character because, like, when they of first course. introduce her character, uh, those characters, and uh, the halflings are there, she like grabs one of their torches because right. I, I think they tell her that the uh, the stranger went in the wrong direction, and I guess she mm-hmm. knew that he went in the opposite direction. She's so without saying anything, she's like, This is what you get for lying kind of situation. She just grabs a torch but takes the flame without burning and like like kinda like the Sonya then, Blade kiss of death. And uh, Right, but then she do like she burned out the whole she burned out the, the perimeter or something like that with that. Oh the oh, the the tents, that's right. And did you notice or did you think of the Scarlet Witch with her fingers? Oh, because they were blackened? They got black and yeah, they got dark when she like when the spell, I guess, when or where she's performing a spell. I don't know if they were always black and black or they weren't. I saw it especially when she's turning out the flame, yeah, to disperse. And then when she whenever she used her magic, that's that's when I noticed it. She may have had it the whole time. All right, so from what all we said, was it worth the watch to you? For me, it is. Yes, I, I agree with that. I think it's worth the watch. Do you feel it could have been tighter? A certain point? I think uh, because it did, it was slow, I think it could have been cleaned up in some areas. Uh, mm-hmm. The areas that I would pick, personally, would have probably been with the captain's son and oh, yeah. maybe oh. the son of the... Uh, the, uh, the uh, I keep forgetting her name. Okay. Bronwyn. So, okay, so one, one, one second. Do you think he's dead? No. I don't think he's dead either. It didn't clue it in, but I feel like if he... 
die. That was a, a waste of storyline. Like you could have just introduced him at the end. You didn't need to do all this other stuff, like having like mm-hmm. the line, you know, kind of like vision kind of thing that he had, just for him to die when he did. Well, the thing is, we see the ceiling collapse, but we don't but see, we don't him see the ceiling. Well, that, or we don't see the ceiling collapse on him. So, yes, I don't think he is. And the horse wants even to come back. Even though he also, that, even though he f- was a failure as, as a Navy personnel, because he was making, he was like always in like daydreaming and slipping up and putting others in danger. There are moments where he has some wit with him. Yeah. Or wits but about him. The way I took it was like, it's not that he was a failure in the sense that like he wasn't good at what he did. Like he was good what he did, but he, you can tell like he self sabotaged himself because he's like I'm following the path of someone else. And there was a point where he all he had to do is tie a knot, and he just let it go. And that was like the final test. And they're like, you failed it, and then this is your fault. And these other two hands are gonna uh, fail with you. Which I, I'm like, right. I don't get and that part. That a, was like, well, as a team, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a team thing. And that well, I think that was showing him. A lesson for him, like, your actions affect others. So it's not just about you. Just like in the battlefield, when you mess up, it, it, there's a potential that others will die. Others will suffer. So you, it's not about you. But I, I think we're going to see him again. I think so, too. But like again, I said, if, 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 I read, if he was I, just I, to I didn't die. I read the book, so I have no idea. If he was just to die, we didn't need all that. The, like, the father is still around. And that impact could have still been there by him just showing up near the end. He joined, blah, 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 blah. You don't need a full backstory plan if he was just to die. I agree Maybe. with you. I think he's going to live, and we'll probably mm-hmm. see him in season two. Doing what? I don't know. Lord of Rings is such a huge lore. Right. I almost give it a There's pass so for being so slow because even though we have a world built, since you're going to prequel, you're still building the world on top of that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's hard. That's hard. You're right. The, the the thing is also the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, they're slow as well. They are, yeah. yeah. The I, Two Towers, that's slow as hell. That's my least favorite of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. That's with the walking trees and all that stuff. Yeah, that yeah. one. They have strong and, roots. And, <laughs> granted, now, I also have the extended versions of the trilogy and the Hobbit. So there's oh, even know. more material. And those are like five hours long each film. Didn't you do so like the whole full day marathon at the theater? Like, weren't you one of those people that like went in and oh, got the tickets yes. for the all day marathon? But I watched them. I did it with Kimberly, and Kimberly's like, "What the fuck, dude? That's like just like that was like a twelve, oh. like a ten and twelve hour day." Well, she took off from work. Wasn't I? Don't think I was working that day, or maybe I wasn't even working. I think I was laid off at that time. <laughs> it was like. Yeah, because we used to do that. We'll do the when a movie comes out, and then there's like it's a sequel to other things. So we will sometimes go and catch other films. I used to do that with my with my other exes too. I mean, it's cheaper to see it at home, but when you're watching it there, you know, the memory is fresh of what you just saw. True, so you don't have to second guess. Well, we saw the the Hobbit trilogy in one shot. To me, the last of the last movie of the trilogy was was the worst one. The Hobbit or Lord of Rings? No, The Hobbit, the worst one, was the final. Okay. Of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Two Towers, that to me was the worst. Fair enough. Of, of that three. It was just so slow and all, it, like, it didn't feel like as intense of the first one. Now, granted, 
me go real back before we were done because I oh, we always give our reviews and then we just go on a tangent. But yeah, we do. The scene you were talking about with the orcs and Sean Bean's character. Yeah, you know that's the beginning of the second book of the Two Towers, right? No, I never read the books. <laughs> well, just in case, I know you didn't read the books, but I'm just saying, like it was talked about that Peter Jackson made that as the ending for the first film, the Lord of the, the Fellowship of the Rings. Makes sense because it held, it holds more weight. Yeah, it, it would not make sense to have him die in the first five minutes of the second movie, where you have all that build up, you hold that build, you have the chase, you have them fighting for their lives, and then yeah, and so I mean, he also kept the great. kept the tradition alive, killing off Sean Bean early on. I know Game of Thrones. Uh, here and I think another film or two they, they have to as well. It, it, it's like a handful of characters that hold like the record most gems in projects of shows and movies. Sean Bean's up mm-hmm. there. He's like in the top right. five, if not not if not top ten of performers that if they're in a project, they're probably gonna die. Sean Bean's such a good actor, by the way. I, I love his oh, performance. He's good. He's a, he's a great he has a great charisma about him. Yeah. Now, I also had trouble with this, not just because it's, there's so many names, but I'm also watching this, or I was watching this, while also watching House of Dragons. So <laughs> I hope I, I stuck with the, my memory correctly on this series or this season, because, again, you have all these characters and these names, and they somewhat look similar. Yes, I know there's there are differences, and but when you're watching House of Dragons, and then, granted, they're on different nights, but there are some times where we couldn't watch it, so we had to watch both on one day. The similarities so, are very strong. Let's just put it that way. Oh, yes. I will say this. I mean, we both agree, as far as Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, uh, although it has a slow build, it's technically worth the watch, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I will put on top of that, I liked it because it promoted me to watch series i may even go back and rewatch lord of the rings so i give it a little bit a few extra points because now i'm like intrigued to rewatch the original materials and i think you deserve some credit if you promote a project to rewatch like the older stuff plus i never saw a hobbit and i was like i could live without it what and how do you mean how huh the, the the series i saw the movie the animated movie i just didn't see the three movies how dare you well i did now how i watched them now uh because of the show the I was like, now yeah, I did. I did see. So, it now. Uh, oh, all right. So because of this, you know, series. that's right. But you know, that's a book. Meaning, it's just one book spread out into three movies. Where Lord of the Rings, each movie, The Fellowship, Two Towers, The Return of the King, is three separate books. Well, in fact, I actually learned that just recently that the original Lord of the Rings first volume was supposed to be one book, and then they broke it down into six different volumes, and then they condensed that back down into three movies. It's like a whole different thing. Okay, so here's a real quick thing also. We're just dropping nerd bread right now. <laughs> yeah, the third one, did you recognize, is it the third one? But did you recognize one of the actors who made a cameo? He was wearing an eye patch. He was the town spy. Luke Evans is in it, right? He's the, the one that shot down um, the dragon. Right. Yeah. But there's a town spy. Town spy. Stephen Colbert. No. He wears an eye patch. Yes. He's in it. He makes a camera because he's such a, a Tolkien fan. I mean, still to this day, he can tell you everything about it because he grew up reading it like each book like 10 times. He has one. Uh, he has Sting. The sword Sting. Right. I mean, even Peter Jackson said he has not met a bigger a bigger nerd than Stephen Colbert in, in the sense of Lord of the Rings. That's a D&D fan right oh, there, too. Yes, he is. Uh, all right. 
Let's wrap this up. So that is our series review of the first season of The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I am Angel. I'm Don. Love you, bro. Love you too, bro.